Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Authors Access, where authors get published and published authors get successful. I'm Victor Volkman with Loving Healing Press in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'd like to welcome all our listeners to episode number 123 in our series. Tonight's topic will be Getting Successful Book Reviews with special guest Tyler Tischler. We'd love to hear from you about tonight's show. Please send us your questions and comments to info at authorsaccess.com. Now, tonight's show was recorded live at the 7th Annual Motown Writers Conference in Detroit, Michigan, featuring Tyler Tischler this evening. Tyler is the owner of Marquette Fiction, publishers of books about 150 years on the shores of Lake Superior in historical fiction. And he is also the owner of Superior Book Promotions, www.superiorbookpromotions.com, which is a full-service editing, proofreading, and manuscript evaluation service bureau. Now sit back and listen to Tyler Tischler, recorded live at the 7th Motown Writers Conference, right here in Detroit, Michigan. Well, I'm Tyler Tischler, and I'm going to talk about book reviews and how to get your books reviewed and then what to do with your reviews once you have them, how you can use them to promote your books. Let me just ask first, have you published a book? Um, no, I, I'm write, writing a book, or I just said I wrote it, and it's in my laptop. I'm at the point now where I'm... Um, correcting it myself, um, doing the proofreading, and every time I correct it, I find something I think it's okay. I find something else. Sure. Okay. I know where you're at in the process. That's good. Uh, I just tell you a little bit about myself. I well, I write book reviews now, and how I ended up getting into that was. I was looking for ways to promote my books Mm -hmm. that I had published, trying to figure out how I could get people to come to my website and be curious about my books. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends suggested that I start writing book reviews or putting things on my website about other authors. Like, for example, he said, well, write reviews of John Grisham's books because people will be going online looking for John Grisham and they'll come to your website. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was I actually started going to Amazon, posting reviews and signing them, Tyler Tischler, author of, and then one of my book titles after it. And then uh, after a while, I was asked to be on the Authors Access radio show as a guest talking about regional fiction, mm-hmm. and that's co-sponsored by Reader Views, which is an online book review company, and they do, they do different things to promote books, but book reviews are one of the primary things, and so I started doing book reviews for them through that, through that connection, and uh, so, I, so I did book reviews for Reader Views, and then I started doing editing on the side. People started asking me, well, how did you get your book published? How do I get my book published? I need help. And they'd ask me all these questions. And um, I started uh, editing books for people and writing um, book. And then people would start coming to my website that I put up. And uh, so I was doing book reviews and editing. And then the local paper, I live in... in uh, 
Upper Michigan, in Marquette, Michigan. So the local newspaper there used to do book reviews, and they quit doing book reviews. And so all the local authors had nobody to review their books. Mm -hmm. So I started writing. I suggested to the Marquette Monthly paper there that they do book reviews. So I started writing the book reviews for that paper that are for um, specifically for books with uh, Upper Michigan or um, interest or setting, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. So I've done book reviews in a couple, a couple different kinds of formats. Um, and I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll let you ask some questions too, but just a couple, a couple pointers I'll give you. Um, you said that you're just kind of in the process of getting the, right, the book ready to be printed. And a big question is when do you, when do you try to get a book review? And uh, different, different book review companies have different specifications. Mm -hmm. uh, there are companies that will only do, or, or I should say like publications, that will only do reviews of books that have not yet been published mm -hmm. because they want to have fresh, cutting edge, or uh, uh, you know, brand new books mm -hmm. to review. And so they want to read the what are called the galleys or the proofs of the books mm -hmm. or the review copies of the books before the books are actually published. So that once the book comes out, they have that review and they can put it in the paper and everybody will know it's a new book. Mm -hmm. um, other companies are willing to read um, anything usually that's fairly current within like the current year. So if you were, if your book was published in 2009, it's probably past a date where you can get it, above, it reviewed by most publications at this point. But if it was 2010, they'd probably still take it. Um, if you got your book published towards the end of the year, like we're now in uh, November, mm -hmm. you might even want to make your copyright date 2011 because then people will think it's a new book mm. and you'll have a whole year that they will continue to be willing to review the book. Um, and then in terms of... Uh, where to get a book review, it kind of depends on uh, what kind of a book you've published. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you want to look around, you want to look around and find out where you think your readers are going to be reading. So if you're writing uh, locally, if you're an author in a specific area, you want to, uh, you know, contact the local media. So like here in Detroit, you'd want to contact local newspapers, local radio, TV stations to get publicity. So if, for example, the Detroit Free Press did book reviews, you might want to see if, if they would review your book. Okay. Now, when would I do that? After I've completed the book or I've already got the story written? Mm -hmm. Would I do it now or after the book like she had her books on the table? Would I do then when the book is already finished, completely finished, or would I do it now? Contact the radio stations, the news media? Well, it's, it kind of depends on what those different publications want. And uh, you probably, at this point, you're still trying to get the book done. When you go and you send the book to be um, laid out, whoever's going to design the cover and that, at that point, I would start looking for ways to market the book. Mm -hmm. And that's when I would, I would go online and look for different reviewers for your book. Mm -hmm. So look at the like the local 
the local media, the newspapers, um, if there's magazines that are printed in the area, anybody that you think would be interested in hearing about a, a local author. Mm-hmm. And then you got to see what kind of a, uh, whatever your subject is for your book, mm-hmm. who is interested in that kind of a book that would, would then review it. So, for example, you know, if you're writing a Christian novel, you might want to find out if there are magazines or newspapers geared specifically towards a Christian audience, or um, if you're writing um, non-fiction, for example, um, if you're writing a a book about how to improve your health, there might be, you know, magazines or journals about health issues that would be interesting reviewing it. So you kind of figure out what your, who your target audience is and, and what uh, newspapers and magazines they're reading mm-hmm. and then you can send review copies out that way mm-hmm. and then a lot of the reviewers are moving online there are um, less and less print publications you know lots of them even the biggest newspapers in the country are shutting down and mm-hmm. going bankrupt and um, wow. even some of the magazines mm-hmm. and more and more people are just going online to buy books and so they're going to places like Amazon or um, you know online online companies and companies that actually do um, online reviews and so there's a big there's a big shift there so you want to look online and find out who does book reviews and what they can uh, what they can do for you in terms of promoting your book mm-hmm. your book with that book review a, a lot of people have a have questions about just the whole the whole process of how do I send out the review copies and who do I choose to, to do the review and uh, there are now companies that it, in the past with the newspapers and the magazines you'd send a book mm-hmm. to whoever the reviewer was and then they would you know if they decide to review the book they would they would print it in the paper or the or the magazine and now it's much more common that um, to get book reviews, you may want to actually pay somebody to, to do the book reviewing for you, just because the print publications have, have gone down so much that it's hard to get a, get a review. And so a lot of people are actually now um, hiring paid reviewers. Um, and uh, a lot of the companies offer free reviews or paid reviews depending on what you want to do. They can work within your budget. Sometimes they have different publicity packages. Um, for example, like with reader views, um, I, I do lots of work with them, and they will have the possibility of a free review if you want to send in a copy to them. They'll list it on their site. What they do is they have a group of reviewers who um, just are readers. They're people who love to read books. And so they can go on to ReaderView's site and decide which book they want to read. And so you can get your book posted there, and there might be you know, 50 or 100 different books listed available for review. And then this group of reviewers that ReaderViews has would decide, um, people would decide if they want to read it or not. So your book may get reviewed, it may not, depending on um, you know, what the reviewers are interested in. And then a lot of sites um, like 
like read reviews, you can get paid reviews. Um, they're actually called express reviews, where you pay a small stipend to the author or to the reviewer, mm -hmm. and then in exchange, they agree that they will review your book within within two weeks at the time. And then there are other other companies that have different um, packages. Um, you may just get a book review. You may decide to get a book review and a press release to go with it, or a book review and then an, an interview as well, or just different things that they can do to, to help you promote your book. And in those cases, um, what you what you get with the review is you usually will get a what's called a tear sheet, which is like a PDF of the review, and they'll they'll usually email that to you, and then. Um, you can use that to quote from, you know, to promote promote the book you put in your marketing pieces, and you, know, you could say, um, you know, just for example, if you got your book reviewed by Newsweek, Newsweek says um, this, you know, this is a wonderful book. I couldn't stop reading it. Whatever, whatever the case is, whatever the blurb is that you want to use. Um, a lot of the of the companies they'll post the reviews on their websites, and so people will come to their websites to try to decide what books they want to read and uh, look at those reviews. And most of them will also publish the reviews to Amazon and a lot of the other, um, like Barnes and Noble and a lot of the other online bookstores where people can review books. So you can get uh, you can get mileage from from your book reviews that way as well. Do you have any questions? Um. You mentioned the press release. Is that a letter that right or someone else writing the press release? Um, I know we talked about query letters. Uh, she said that's sort of like the introduction. I'm new at this. Okay. I, I don't know, you know, um, but I'm listening to you sure. to her, and I'm trying to get it, you know. The press release, they would... I'm not understanding that part. They, I would send them my material first, or well, is it something I would write and they would put it in the newspaper? I'm not understanding you, that part. If, if you're looking to get a book review, you might want to write a press release to send with the book, just to kind of tell the reviewer a little bit about the book to see if they want to, if they want to review the book or not. I was say more in the context of some of these companies that do publicity packages for authors that might include a book review, and then they may actually write a press release for you as well. Mm. You know, and, and it's up to you. You can write the press release yourself. You can hire somebody to write a press release for you. There's there's people who will do that. Um, when you when you submit a book for a book review, um, a lot of the time, what you want to do is uh, yeah, when you submit a book to a reviewer, most of the time you just need to actually send the book, and sometimes you'll include maybe a, like a cover letter. Um, I, you, it, depending on who the book reviewer is, probably the best thing to do is to go on their website and see what they request that you send them, and usually just the book and maybe a cover letter is sufficient. But a lot of time people will include a press release just kind of to give a little summary of what the book is about. And um, what I would advise you not to do is to send like a whole media kit. I've, I've had authors send me like folders with the book and 
press releases and bookmarkers and postcards and all this other stuff. And I don't really need it. I just need the book. And a lot of the time, what you can do is use some of that. You can get some mileage off of some of that by convincing them that your book is worth reviewing because other people have already shown that they like your book, especially if you get two or three book reviews. And even if they're book reviews that you've, uh, you know, you've, you've paid for a publicity package or maybe you just got a book review in the local paper, you can take those and then send them off to maybe what you would consider more prestigious reviewers. And that might make them take notes so that they want to review your book as well. So you, you can do that. Um, you probably want to just see. Every reviewer is a little bit different, so you might just want to check online. Sometimes they just want the book. Sometimes they want a press release or, or a query letter to to go with it. So it just it kind of it kind of varies. And then um, you probably. Um, once you send the book to the reviewer, you just don't want to pester them, but you may want to follow up after a few weeks or a month or something to see if they ask, just to see if they are going to review it or if they got it. Um, a good idea to do is just send maybe a. You, usually, everybody communicates through email, so just make sure that you send a letter that has your email address on, and maybe just say, please confirm receipt of my book. You know, and they can send you an email, or you can send a self-addressed stamped envelope and ask them to send you back something confirming that they received it. And then you just kind of want to keep track of how long it's been and just kind of keep, keep a time frame. Because a lot of the time it takes months before you get a book review, especially a lot of the print publications. Like, for example, I, I write uh, reviews for the Marquette Monthly. Well, we only review, we only have one page that we do the reviews on. It's only maybe one to three books a month and I have authors sending me books and I have to tell them you know it might be four or five months before I get to your book because we can only do a couple a month and, and there's a lot of authors that want to have their books read. the reviewer can be someone that I pay to review my book could that be like she was talking about the ladies on Google um, could I pay a friend to go on Google I could pay someone to say positive things. You could, and, and there are some uh, there are some issues there in terms of um, you want to make sure you get an honest an honest person. You don't want to pay somebody just to write you a glowing review. Mm -hmm. And uh, most reviewers will be honest, partly because they hope to have their own following of people that trust them about mm -hmm. reviewing the books. They're not going to say something positive about the book if the book isn't good, because mm -hmm. then their readers are going to complain, oh, you told me to buy this book, it was wonderful, and it's not. Mm -hmm. So they won't necessarily do that. But you want to find somebody who's, who's professional, who knows a little bit about reviewing books and how to write a good book review. Um, there's, there's certain elements that should be in a good re, uh, good book review, such as a little bit of a summary, at least a setting up of what the story is about or what the main topic is about. Um, quite often, somebody will quote a passage from the book just so that the reader gets some idea of how the book, like the tone, the author's tone or how the book flows. And then there should be some sort of a, um, assessment of the book, mm -hmm. such as... Um, you know, the book was, uh, if, if you're writing fiction, you know,
it's an it's writing a, a thriller and it's fiction, and that the book is fast-paced, that the characters are you know psychologically interesting, something like that. If you're writing nonfiction, um, is the book does the book say something new that hasn't been said before about that subject matter? And then there should also be sort of an idea of who the audience for the book is. Like for example, with children's books. Parents are the ones that read the reviews of children's books, decide if they should buy the books to their children or not. Well, it's really important to say this book would be really good for children ages 8 to 10, because no parent who has a 12-year-old wants to end up buying a book that's fit for an 8-year-old. The 12-year-old isn't going to want to read it because it's too young for them, or you know, a book that's too old for the child or whatever. So, so yeah, you want to look and, and find a good review. Now, anybody today can write a book review on Amazon, and you can tell which ones are... Um, are written by people that are used to writing reviews versus some people just they like to read and they'll go on there and say if they like the book or not. And Amazon has evolved to the point now where at the bottom of the reviews they'll put, was this review helpful to you or not? And readers can vote yes or no. And Amazon will then uh, list those reviews on their page according to which ones get the most yes votes so that the, the really good reviews are at the top. So you you can also make um, uh, another thing that's really helpful is if you have other author friends, you agree to exchange books with them, and then you review their book for them. They review your book, and you know you 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 get mileage that way because you probably need you need book reviews. Your friends need book reviews, and that way you not only are. Uh, you know, even if you're just posting them on Amazon, if you get five or six reviews from your friends, then that's going to help people say, oh, this book is worth reading. And especially if it's by another author, you can, on Amazon, you can sign the book. Like, you know, you can write a review of somebody's book and then you can sign your name, like Mary Smith, author of whatever your, your book title is. And then people will notice your title. When they, and they may be curious and say, oh, I wonder what that book's about, and then they'll look up that book on, on Amazon as well. And then uh, one one issue that um, people worry about, because when, once you send your book out, people want to have a positive book review, but it does happen that sometimes people get bad book reviews. And that you can always say, well, there is no such thing as bad publicity. But with with book reviews, if somebody um, really says your book is awful, you probably aren't going to get a whole lot of mileage out of it. But there's there's certain things that you can do with a, even I've seen bad book reviews where even then the author the author of the book review the reviewer. If you, if you find a kind hard reviewer, they're going to have something good to say about the book. Um, they may, for example, say, I didn't find the characters very interesting in the story. I didn't really care for the storyline, but this author is writing a, um, a historical fiction piece about the American Revolution, and it's very obvious that he's done his research, and all of the facts and stuff are there. You know, So uh, uh, the author could then take from that review just the part that says Bob Jones obviously knows a lot about the American Revolution and use that as a quote on the back of a book even if the rest of the review is bad there's there's good things that you can find um, even in bad reviews usually a few things to do to avoid getting a bad a bad book review um, the speaker who was here um, earlier she was saying 
that she had gotten a bad review on Amazon because the cover, her cover, the characters looked like they were white. Or they, I, I don't remember if it was black or white, but the person that bought the book thought they were white, they, they were white instead of black, and so, you know, they gave her a bad review. Right, she didn't even read the book, she just looked at the cover and right. her opinion. Yeah, and so you can avoid getting negative reviews by making sure that your, your, your cover, and especially the... That that's a rare one. I haven't heard of that so much before. With the cover itself, the front cover, but like the back cover, mm-hmm. um, making sure that your back cover adequately reflects what the book is about. And we've I've seen um, bad reviews come out for books that, um, and I, I think I'm not sure if she wrote one or not, but uh, like books that are about interracial couples. Mm-hmm. If you don't on the back cover make it clear that the book is about inter an interracial relationship, you may get a bad review because there may be somebody that would never have read that book Mm -hmm. if you had told them that up front on the back cover. And, you know, whether they're prejudiced or whatever, you know, better just to be up front about it. We've had other, um, I I know there have been books that have been reviewed where one of the characters is a lesbian or is gay or something, but it's it's nowhere on the back cover does it say anything about there's going to be a a lesbian sex scene in the book. Mm -hmm. And so the reviewer who doesn't want to read that and then finds it in the book is more likely to give a bad a bad book review seeing that and i'm just curious because in my book i have a similar character Um, she appears to be a woman but they find out that she is a man acting like a woman okay literally you know nowadays you can but I got so many other scenes in there that's more important um, than that one. You can't put everything. The yeah, that sounds like that's towards the end of your story. Yeah. So maybe it's a surprise for the reader. But mm-hmm. you could probably put something like mm-hmm. the character has secrets or shocking secrets, something kind of vague, and yet let the reader know that they're going to be there's going to be a surprise at the end, mm-hmm. something like that. I, I would think. Would work. Okay. Um, other reasons people get bad bad reviews is they didn't uh, they didn't really do their research, especially like with nonfiction books. If they didn't do very good research, you know somebody else is going to catch on. Mm-hmm. And the people you want to review your books are people who know something about your area. If it's if you're writing fiction, it's it may not be as big of a deal, but if you're writing non-fiction, like say you're writing a book about the Civil War, mm-hmm. the people you want to have review your books are people who know something about the Civil War, because they're going to know if the book is good or not. Well, if you, do, if you don't do very good research, they're going to rip your book apart, because you, you just kind of slacked off. Um, other reasons are, are not having the book... Um, edited or proofread, like lots of typos, um, bad English throughout the book that will turn readers off. Um, now, let's, let's back up. What if the characters that I'm writing about, they have broken English, and I want to get that character, that person, the way they talk in the book. I do have some other characters that are intelligent. I have doctors in there, but I do have some characters they're supposed to appear uncool. 
Um, sure. So the language, the way they're talking in the book, is the way that I wrote it. Yeah. And like I said, I do have some other characters that are intelligent, but uh, what I'm trying to say is, <clears throat> should I change it, clean it up, or... I want um, the character to be there. I, I would say in that case that you give it to a couple people, a couple friends, or, or another writer or two, and let them read some of those parts and just ask them how hard it is to read that. Because if it's if it's for the sake of developing the character, I would mm-hmm. absolutely keep it. If, mm-hmm. it. if it fits, if it tells you something about the character, by the way, I mean, that's how we, we get to know people. That's how we judge people through how they talk. So I would, I would leave it. But... But you don't want to make it so, like, dialects and stuff so heavy that that, that you can't understand or, can't or, understand or that okay. you have to slow down and try to interpret it. Okay. So I think that would be fine. Right. And in the beginning, I do mention that she's uncouth um, and she's not the smartest person, you know. I do sort of give a, a description yeah. of her character, you know, so it's not something that's unexpected. <clears throat> Um, but I, like I said, I, she's uncouth, you know, and I do um, put her the way she talks in there. It's not a lot of slang, but she has some broken English. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's just good character development. Mm-hmm. I, I would think, if anything, that they would uh, you'd get compliments for creating realistic characters. And there's probably going to be somebody that doesn't like your book anyway, but there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like your book. So, yeah, I, I would think that would be fine. Um, one one final reason why people get bad reviews, I don't know if you were here earlier, when the, um, the uh, for the panel about children's books, and one, uh, one key thing with children's books is make sure you have a couple children read the book before you publish it because you'd be surprised how many authors write children's books and never have a child read the book Mm -hmm. and the adult thinks the book is great for children but the children don't like it very much and so a batch a book that children aren't going to like the parents especially if you have parents reviewing it or there are like reader views they have reader views for kids where they actually have kids review the books which is very helpful to parents to know if their child is actually going to like the book or not. And uh, Sherry, who was speaking earlier, uh, she brought her books into a, the the children's book that she was writing, she brought them into a classroom, Mm -hmm. and she'd read them to the kids, and the kids would give her feedback, and then she would change the story to fit what they liked or didn't like. Mm -hmm. And then she got some of them to let her quote them on the back cover of the book. So you might have something like... I really liked, um, you know, I really enjoyed Susie's story, or this story taught me a lot about what it means to be a friend, mm-hmm. and you have a sign like Bobby age seven, or mm. Joanne age eight or something, and then that tells parents that my daughter is seven, so she, if these kids like the book and they're seven, my daughter probably will like this book, so that, that could be really helpful. I, I, normally, I've been writing children's stuff. I've been writing secretly, haven't had anything published, but I got the material because um, I've been writing it. Um, I've got a file cabinet of a lot of stuff I've been writing, but I've never had anything published as of yet. Um, 
But I've started, that's where originally I started, was writing children's stories. And what I would do is tell the stories to my nephews at the time they were younger, seven, eight. And they would be thrilled with it, but those are my nephew, and for me to tell the story is different for them them reading it themselves, you know, so that's a good point, let them read it. Well, and I'll tell you, I had an author who sent me, um, because I edit books too, I had an author who sent me his children's book, and he wanted me to read it and edit it. He told me that he wrote it for his children, and they loved it, they absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. Well, I read it, and I thought it wasn't very good, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was... For one thing, there was a murder in the book, and I thought, that doesn't belong in a children's book. And I thought, I, I, so I wrote him back, and I told him, you know, before I can actually, like, proofread, he actually wanted me to proofread. I said, before I can actually proofread the book for you, I think you need to change the plot some. That's a little too deep. And, and I said, of course your children love it because Daddy wrote it, but find some children you don't know and ask them what they think. So maybe a lot of, a lot of children's books will get connected with, um, Authors will get connected with a school or a class at a school, and you know maybe the third grade teacher or something will let them come in and read, and then they can get some feedback that way. Okay. Yeah. So I have a, a little handout, um, and it has a list on it of some of the book reviewers out there their websites that you can think about and uh, that way you can and everyone is a little bit different so it's very hard to say this is the way to do it you just can kind of go to those websites and see um, what they want and whether you think that they will they will be a, a good fit for you or not and some of them charge and some of them don't and some of them will only take uh, books that are traditionally published some will will take self-published books some will take books just in certain uh, certain types of books, like just fiction or just nonfiction. And there's a good list um, towards the bottom there. I put this list, the Midwest Book Review. They have a, an extensive list of reviewers that kind of breaks it down and says, um, you know, like, these people do mysteries, and these people only review Christian novels, or this site, they only review spiritual books. So... You know, that's that's a good place to look. And then on the back, I have a list of do's and don'ts, just kind of basics, um, such as uh, following, basically following instructions, um, whether or not to to autograph a book before you sign off to the reviewer. Um, and then one one last thing that I didn't mention that I don't have on here, but now what a lot of people are doing is sending books out to bloggers. Mm-hmm. So you can go online and find people who blog mm-hmm. and then send your books to them. A lot of bloggers are, are writing are writing book reviews and, and the really good bloggers they get people that follow them and you know will will, will read their blog every day and so they can uh, they can help you promote your book. And also, just kind of, uh, if if you decide to have your own blog, um, lots of the lots of the authors will return the favors with each other. You might have a uh, review your friend's book; they review yours, or you might decide to interview them, and then they interview you and put you on their blog. So, blogging is kind of uh, 
a new form of, of book reviews. Okay. Um, you mentioned interviewing. Um, not to get off the path. Um, and it might sound like a silly question. Is there some place where I can go, I guess, on the Internet and get some interview questions? Uh, I know it's kind of in case I'm interviewed so I can prepare myself. Yeah, a lot of the time, um, a lot of interviewers will actually ask you to send them some questions. Mm -hmm. So then you can come up with your own questions and give them a list. Mm -hmm. And that helps a lot of the time. Um, because then you kind of have some idea of what they're going to ask you. Now, they may or may not ask you specifically those questions, but they, they, it gives you some idea. And I'll tell you, the first time I was interviewed, I wrote everything down. Um, like, I, I sent in a list of questions to the interviewer, and then I sat down at the computer and I wrote out my answers to all the questions and I did a phone interview so I had them like sitting in front of me just in case my mind went blank but uh, yeah I I mean if you know your book you're probably going to know the answers so it's probably not going to be um something too difficult especially if you're writing fiction they're going to be asking about your characters and the plot and so those are going to be things that you already know anyway Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't be too worried about it and if you don't uh if you're not quite sure what to reply then a lot of the time you can just uh kind of you know like the politicians divert the divert the question into something okay. else. And just say, yeah. I would prefer not to discuss that at this particular time. Or I, and I wouldn't say do this too much, but sometimes I, authors will say, well, I don't want to give away too much about the book, so I can't really answer that question. But, oh, okay. But, um, you know, I, I just I wouldn't say that too often, because then it's it just kind of becomes kind of uh, dull and, and then you wonder like well what can you say about the book mm-hmm. that makes me want to read it so I think that's pretty much everything I have to talk about do you have any other questions or what's a review well when you send out when you send out your book um, depending on some sometimes you can actually have your printer do like review copies which are maybe the book without the actual cover on it like a cheaper version of the book that you can send out ahead of time or just usually it's just the actual book itself Um, and you may want to decide um, for example say you decide you're going to print a thousand copies of your book Mm -hmm. you may just want to in your head know that you're going to use 20 of those books you're going to send out to get reviewed so you're not going to get any money for those books but you you and your budget you figure out those are the ones that can go out to the newspapers or to websites or bloggers to review the books and um just like I have on, I, uh, one thing I suggest you don't deface the book by writing review copy on it. And But the, re- the reason some authors have done that is because there are some uh, phony book reviewers out there who will tell you um, to send them multiple copies of your book. And they actually, they may or may not actually review your book, mm-hmm. 
but most reviewers only need one copy of your book. If they start asking for two or three or four copies of your book, it's probably because they want to sell those copies of your book and make some money off of them. And there are there are ones that you'll later you'll see your book listed on Amazon mm -hmm. for sale by somebody else, and those could cool. be copies. From, there are there are people who actually make their living. Cool selling the review copies of books wow. so um, by writing review copy on it that supposedly makes it less likely that they're going to be able to sell those copies mm -hmm. but at the same time it's kind of insulting to the reviewers who are legitimate reviewers who actually do read the books and write reviews of the books and you've been listening to Authors Access where authors get published and published authors get successful Tonight's episode, a special feature with Tyler Tischler, recorded live at the 7th Annual Motown Writers Conference in Detroit, Michigan. Tyler is the owner of Superior Book Promotions, and you can contact him, care of that agency, at www.superiorbookpromotions.com. I'm Victor Wolfman, and on behalf of myself and Irene Watson, wishing you all a good evening.